Hello there, my friends, my brothers and sisters. Welcome back to another Coffee Clear Lemonade. I'm happy that you're here with me and our host, the Holy Spirit. We're just guests to the glory of God. Thank you for taking time. I know you have a busy schedule. I know your agenda must be full. But yet, if you're here to this point listening to this segment, is because you will be blessed. God wants to bless you. And I know you will receive this blessing for the glory of God and your benefit. Amen? So let's get ready. Let's pray. Father God, we'd like to begin by giving you praise. Oh Lord, you are worthy. And we were created to worship you. God, please forgive our mistakes and offenses. We love you and we wish to obey at all times. Help us with the guidance of your Holy Spirit that we may be obedient. Please open our minds that we may comprehend. Give us the opportunity to fully understand your teachings. This is the only way we will be able to abide in your will and comply with the plans you have for each and one of us. Thank you, Father, for your grace that grants us what we don't deserve. And thank you for your mercy that doesn't give us what we deserve. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, knowing that you are listening to us. Amen. Amen. I'm happy to be here with you today. Well, the topic today is kind of, um, it's kind of unpleasant, yet the Lord gives us that pleasant word to rise us up, to give us support. Amen? Well, today we're going to speak about a crocodile, <laughs> a crocodile's attack, and I have called this teaching or lesson, Beware of the Crocodile. I was talking to a very close friend of mine, one of those friends that you know she's a gift from God, those people that you need in your inner circle, because those are the ones that share wisdom with you. <laughs> I'm happy that she's my friend. I love her so much. Well... I was sharing with her a dream that I had of a crocodile chasing me. And, um, well, the next day she calls me back and she says, you know what? I went online and I looked up about crocodiles, their, ha their habitats and where they live and their characteristics and behavior. And I advise you to do it too. So I did. And people who know me well, they know that I enjoy reading and learning. So I went and I did my homework and I learned that this um, reptile can grow up to 7.5 meters, which is 24 feet. And then I also learned that they're ambush hunters. They're not the time to chase a prey. And hence, they wait for the prey to be near. And once the prey is within their kill range, that's when they make that successful, sudden Well, these reptiles are very sneaky, and they move quietly and slowly and only pounce on their prey when they are sure they can get that kill. You will notice a crocodile to be nearby. They can stay perfectly still while, while they wait for that perfect, precise moment to strike. That is usually when the prey is clueless of any dangers. 
Once they've made that catch, the prey will be dragged deeper in the water until drowned. Hey, that prey has 99% of dying. I know it sounds, it doesn't sound pleasant. It sounds bizarre to me. And <laughs> I would say pathetic. But it's a truth that cannot be changed. It's a truth that is firm. It's nature. It's life. So sometimes I feel sad when I see those, you know, documentaries about just hunters killing. It's so sad. But I'd like to bring that scenario to our lives. To those moments or situations, those hardships and painful feelings of our lives, you know, those events that break us, those moments when we are caught by surprise, the terrible incidents of our lives that we did not know that were coming our way, and sometimes we don't know why we're facing them. And just like a crocodile, they showed up, hunted us quietly, and suddenly here we are, helpless, powerless. We can't fight back. We can't escape. But for that, God has something to tell us. Please come with me to 1 Peter 5.8. The Word of God reads to our benefit. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Even though the Bible uses a lion to demonstrate this matter, I use the crocodile because in this case I'm not talking about an attack that you can perceive. I am using the crocodile because I have a dream, and with the crocodile, I know that God. It was a revelation from God. God was telling me something through that dream. And the, the purpose of both creatures anyway is to damage, destroy, and devour. Now God has given us an advice that it's to keep watch. If we stay alert, we will be able to be prepared and determine how to face adversity. Since the lion roars and sometimes can come toward us and we are able to see it, and face it, we can look around and see if there's options for us to fight or even to get away. But the crocodile can stay camouflaged and it won't be easy to see this beast. It remains so still in the water. Wow! It only sticks out its eyes and the nose. And we can be confused. We can uh, it camouflage it to, you can believe it's a rock or a log or wood or whatever. Allow me to change the picture for a minute here. Let's go together to find out what God said to Jeremiah in a situation where he was devastated. The Word of God says, I will deliver you out of the hand of the wicked. And redeem you from the grasp of the ruthless. That's in Jeremiah 15, 21. The Lord Jehovah said to the prophet Jeremiah, 
these words when he was facing a difficult time. Jeremiah was facing pain and sorrow. Oh, my dear ones, even though we may think, uh, these words were for Jeremiah. Today, I'm sent here to tell you, these words were written in the Bible so you and I can we have the same God. We, we must believe that that God that stood up for Jeremiah is doing and saying the same for us today. The response God gave Jeremiah was because the man was devastated. See how Jehovah tells him that he will deliver and redeem him? God is telling Jeremiah he's going to free him from the grasp of the ruthless. He says the same to us today. Follow me, please. There's another word that God has for us, and that is to be vigilant. He's letting us know that we must be aware that trouble and bad situations will come. Life is life. We will have to encounter terrible inconveniences at some point in our lives. But see, God lets us know in 1 Peter 5.8 to be watchful. Because when we know what's coming, we can be on guard. We can pray, gather strength, and get our weapons ready. The Holy Bible, I'm sorry, the Holy Spirit is our helper. God is our strength. We can rely on our Lord and He will be there for us. One thing I must advise, my dear friends, this comes from the Holy Spirit. And I'm sharing it with you for the glory of God and for your and my advantage. To be alert. In order for us to be alert, we must keep our areas clean. Our surroundings must be clear of oppression. We must have a healthy environment. And these are the questions I wrote down because I felt that the Holy Spirit was putting them in my heart. Who are the people around us? Do these people help us grow and be mature in Christ? The ones who are around us, are they allowing us to develop ourselves as sons and daughters of God? Is my environment a testimony that God is within me, my home, and my family? The Word of God says in 2 Corinthians 3.17, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So if we are surrounded by the Holy Spirit, our atmosphere should not be oppressed. We must let the Holy Spirit help us to keep it safe and clean. The crocodile hides in the waters. So does the enemy. He hides and waits meticulously. He stays nearby waiting for us to be distracted. Once he sees that we are unaware, he will attack and believe that it can be merciless. Let's be wise, my dear ones, when choosing who sits in our tables. 
or at our table. Let's be aware of who we choose to be a close friend with. Our atmosphere should be one of love, but pure love. Those who come into our privacy, our private home, our inner circle, should be those who obey God in spite of what the word says, the world says today. No matter what the world says, we need people around us that believe God, that obey the word of God. The ones who enter our habitat should be those who want the best for us and help us grow spiritually. Body, mind, and soul need to be and feel healthy. Therefore, our environment must be healthy. The Bible reads in 1 Corinthians 15.33, Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. And I'm not trying to suggest that we should reject our friends or that we should avoid those who are people that we know that, don't, that they don't believe like us. We, we're, it's not to avoid them or reject them. I'm talking about those who enter the privacy of our lives and homes. Let's take time to know all the areas of our hearts, the corners, those spots. We need to keep them clean. This way we will be able to perceive any crocodile near. If the water of our domain is clean and clear, we will be able to see through it. Let the river of our soul be transparent. See, even the Bible tells us what happens when we are not careful about this. In Proverbs 25, 26, we find it says, Like a muddied spring or a polluted fountain is a righteous man who gives way before the wicked. Nonetheless, we will benefit from keeping our surroundings clean. This way, we will be aware when the crocodile is near. Then we can make a plan. Then we can make arrangements by praying, keeping our connection with God, staying strong in the Lord so that we can fight a good fight when needed. Or in some cases, cast aside what can make our, our homes and life and family unclean. Amen? So my beloved ones, please, let's be aware of who is near our environment, our inner circle. Beware of crocodiles. This teaching comes from the heart because we want to be blessed by God. In order to be blessed by God, our family, our home, our loved ones, if we want to be blessed by God, all of the areas of our life, we must obey and be vigilant and watchful. Thank you once again for taking the time to listen to God's advice and teachings. It's important to set aside a space in our agenda to nourish our hearts with God's word. It's necessary to quench our soul's thirst with the living water. Sending my love your way, my dear ones. You are all blessed. Till next time, when we can share another coffee tea or lemonade. Ciao.